Welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George. I forgot that I was first. Dan. Nah, I did it. Gabe. Oh, we yeah. got, well, okay. We'll, we'll take it. We got that wrong in uh, in rehearsals. Guys, that was the f- Se- ninth time. Yeah, that was that the ninth time we did that. Yeah. It's been so long that we don't remember the order. Yeah, yeah. We oh. lost. We fell out of the habit of the yeah. intro. Speaking of habits, have you ever eaten at Habit Burger? What is it? Habit Burger? Like oh. a Habit Burger? No, like, no. Is that like a... That's a name of a chain of... Oh, it's a restaurant. Yeah, it's a yeah burger joint. Oh, I thought it was just like very, a... Very good pineapple burger. Not a... A burger made of pineapple? A burger with pineapple. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a swanky, I think. Is that... I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that is a word. Is it like rich? Is it? Is that not, what swanky not means? Rich, not <laughs> like, rich, like, but like money, higher, a little higher end than you would expect from a higher end, but tampoco like it's not like is Shula Burger or something, you know? It's been a while. Is Shula Burger. Wait, did you like Shula Burger? I think I liked it. I don't think I got enough food at Shula Burger for the price. Yeah, I think they're small, but I think there was like one that had like strawberries in it that was super delicious. Like it's, it's good, but like it's strawberries and goat cheese. It's also like. Swanky is luxuri- luxurious and expensive. Okay, it's a little swanky. Sure, sure. I mean, not really. It's like mid. It's like mid, not mid swanky, not mid quality. Exactly, exactly. Mid grade price. Mid swanky. Right. Um, where is it? It is uh by my old apartment, which our listeners don't know where that is. So, I saw I'm concerning. F- yes, yes, I remember. Okay, yeah, I remember. <laughs> it's on Flagler. I remember. And by the. Yeah, I don't know. The don't train know. station, yeah. Sure, it's in Tampa somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Look it up. Have a burger, right? Check it out. Um, Man. What was your go- burger. What was your go-to burger joint? Not BurgerFi, I can tell you that much. Oh, you know, I've canceled BurgerFi. That's it. It's over. Their, their prices are through the roof, and their quality has gone way down. Yeah, ever since BurgerFi gave... They kind of suck, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, BurgerFi is terrible okay. now. I yeah. thought I was going crazy, but they kind of The thing suck. is, like, when BurgerFi was, like, a big thing, I... We were going, I went to school in Tennessee and we would like drive to Miami for vacation and drive back. So Just for BurgerFi? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we go home and BurgerFi was one of the stops that we had. So okay. we stopped at BurgerFi, we got burgers and my burger was not really cooked that mm. well. And I had the worst remainder eight hour drive of my entire life. Oh, that's horrific. I felt terrible. I wanted, I was throwing up whenever we stopped. It was just bad. So I didn't go. And so I think... You guys were going to Burger Five for a while when I came back, <laughs> yes. and and I mean, yeah, it's good. Like I've had it since then. No, it's like, terrible. Now. It's good. I mean, I haven't been. Yeah, it's terrible. Maybe in like last year, but yeah, in the last year, it's terrible. But yeah, um, I sorry, Burger Five. Sorry. I like um Shake Shack. I do like Shake Shack, like but they're Shake so Shack. small and so expensive. That's true, and they're not swanky. Can I say overrated? Shake Shack's a little. Overrated. I think you can say. Which is it like twelve bucks? Bro, it's like burger? twelve bucks. No yeah. fries. Yeah, no fries. And those like crinkle fries are like good, but they're not great, but they're also tiny. I used to swear by Five Guys, but I've never liked Five Guys. I it's love too, Five Guys. Too greasy. <laughs> when I was when I was young, I had Five Guys last week, and I was like, "This is good," but it wasn't like my actual burger. Like our orders got confused, so I ate at someone else's burger, <laughs> and I had stuff that I didn't want in it. So I, was like, I feel yeah. like there's only one thing on the menu: just burger. There's hot dogs that I've never tried. Mm. I once had a bag of Five Guys fries that just collapsed. Like the, they just all fell out of the bottom. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's a mountain of fries for the small, right. and they're soaking in oil. 
dripping. Yeah. You can, I mean, you can only eat at places like that so often. It's a really bad habit if you're constantly going back and mm-hmm, forth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the count at? Like five times we mentioned that word? <laughs> yeah, I think so. We didn't even mention that Link's not here, which is also becoming. Oh. It's becoming a habit. habit. Yeah. Yeah. So in case you haven't picked up based on the episode title and all the hints that we've dropped Today, we're going to be talking about the power of habits. Ding. Why are habits so important, George? I was really waiting for Dan to be shocked, but I guess <laughs> I guess that only happened the first time we recorded it. One day, that'll make sense. <laughs> One day, that footage will see the day, of, the light of day. The day of light. Um, yeah. I think you. I think you put it so eloquently when we were discussing it earlier. Yeah, so I said it, but now you've refined it, so you can say it even better. I don't remember. Oh. Um, so this question was, you know, asked of me. And I think that um, habits are important because, you know, they're the, the little actions and the big actions that we take, that we do every single day. Um, you know, it's everything that we repeat. It's, you know, rinse, repeat, and do it again. And... You know, if it's like the majority of we do event like that, if that makes up their entirety of our lives, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's obviously good habits and bad habits, things that we would like to do to, to help us to lead the lives that we want to live. And, you know, bad habits of things that are hindering us from being better than we can be. Um, and I think, you know, the study of that and the pursuit of, of, you know, just bettering yourself. Obviously, to me, it's like, it's something that I've been striving towards, you know, like, I don't know, there's a day and age where it's like, I got hooked up, I got hooked on, uh, like, just YouTube videos of, like, people's morning routines and, like, how to build better habits. And, like, there's just a, a big, um, there's a big market for that. And especially, like, with self-help books and okay. all these things. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll talk about self-help books because I've experienced that. But can you tell me about these YouTube morning routines. What's that like? Yeah, so... um it's kind of like there's just like you different vloggers people make and it's like it ranges in like you know production of people like with thousand dollar cameras and like lights and like kind of like a studio like and making a morning routine video versus someone that's just like shooting something on their iphone mm-hmm. and it's like the how very, do you make a morning routine video in a studio exactly it's oh. like they have like lights and stuff set up in their room and and sometimes i i question it a bit and it's just like have you because a lot of these videos start off with like you know and that's this is like a popular trend like there's thousands of views there's hundreds of thousands of views on these people's channels and you just type in certain like um 5 a.m morning routine 6 a.m morning routine gym routine like there's so many different types of um videos about this that that people are like i don't like and i've i've fallen like privy to like i've i've been uh what's it called cuckold <laughs> what no that's not the word swing and a miss um <laughs> cajoled actually was the word i was thinking there about go. there you go um i whatever I, wa- I, I wonder when i've made that mistake previously and nobody's called me out on it before <laughs> um so i've <laughs> i've had kind of like you know, I've fallen a victim to this where I've I've watched these things in the mornings and I like I just I go on this like I kinda got down this rabbit hole of yeah. just watching these YouTube videos of, you know, these people and their lives that it's like all starts out with like 
I don't know if their camera was recording the entire night <laughs> for them just to they, wake they up. They live on the Truman Show. Or like they wake up at like five in the morning, set their <laughs> camera to record, get back in bed, and then wake up and turn on the lights and yeah. act like I just got out of bed. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. It's a, I, it's a dangerous rabbit hole. I've fallen down yeah and then they play too. like this like low these lo-fi beats that gets yeah. you like that you know that just puts you into the video and like they have a voiceover it's like this is my morning routine start off the day at five perfectly time yeah oh, i start man, i, I start my day planet. off i haven't seen i that. start my day off at five in the morning um just drink a, a big glass of water try and get sunlight as soon as i can if you wake up before which is actually like a proven thing you should get sunlight as soon as you wake up or if you wake up before the sun comes out like some type of like artificial sunlight will really yeah so, okay um why which, which i actually got from um this other podcast from this guy called andrew huberman oh yeah from the huberman lab podcast who's a i've heard good things I yeah he's on. he's great he's um he's a neuroscientist um that i believe works at stanford university and the thing i like about him is that he he really is just about you know getting people informed and educating people and how to like be better and understanding certain things and even one of the things that I was, I heard another on an episode of his recently is like, because he gives you like tips and stuff like that. Like one of the episodes I heard was like about habits. Um, and he was like giving like, like different um, tools that you can do to like either help like solidify it and stuff like that. And he was talking about like, oh, like for the people that just want me to tell you what it is, it's like, um, I'm a firm believer that um, if you're going to be like, you know, receiving new information and trying to use it and implement it in your life, mm -hmm. you should understand the science behind it. So that reinforces it, like to know the why of what you're doing yeah, and to like, kind of like make sure that that follows you and sticks with you long-term instead of you just getting the simple, easy answers, like do this. And, and like, I, I respect that, you know, I respect that. And the fact that like, you know, he doesn't charge for the information that he puts out. It's, it's all free. And he, he tries to, um, put a lot of resources and um just opportunities for people to learn more and his, and he's he's a very he's very knowledgeable in his field and mm -hmm. he brings on other people to talk about things but he's he just you can tell like he's just he cares about what he does yeah and that's something that i that i really do that i do enjoy listening to his podcast but one of the things one of the other things that i was hearing about was that um sunlight like i think it's a process in which like your eyes like as soon as like they take in sunlight they start to um, throw in a certain rhythm in your body and then certain, um, I believe it's cortisol levels tend to shoot up, which is good for when you're just waking up. Um, and like he, he goes into a way deeper dive for that. Um, but like, that's one of the things that like, you know, I've picked up is like a lot of the times, a lot of people wake up before the sun comes out. Yeah. And so I, I was always trying to, I was always like, how do you do that? Um, like how do you, you know, supplement that? Yeah. How do you supplement that? I, I mean, personally I have, um, I have some hue lights in my, okay in my room. Oh, I, so do I actually. Yeah. So what I do is I kind of have it set up where it's like what wakes me up. I have like a, on my, on my wrist, uh, my whoop has like a silent alarm where it just like vibrates. Oh, there my, it is. It vibrates on my whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> there. Oh, I get it. Yeah. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> um simultaneously banging what started in the door yeah, I was like what or not the door the wall of the neighbors and the, it sounded like it was all cats. synced but yeah okay it's, it's the cats continue um but what i tend to do is like i have i have it set up so that it's like you know six in the morning i have a um the lights come on like but subtly 
as like it's kind of like it simulates mm. as if sun is rising okay oh man that's cool and so it's I like if so i have behind. yeah so if i have um like if i want to wake up at either 5 or 5 30 i was just trying to save electricity but okay. <laughs> if i wake up at 5 or 5 30 like it starts at a very uh, at five o'clock or 30 minutes before it starts dim mm-hmm. by the time it's like the time that you want to wake up it's fully bright like it's but okay. it's not like this like you know that shock of like get up like you're late for school and stuff like that from like ptsd that i had from like back in the day right but it's like a very like you know calming like oh it's time to wake up and i'm not like at that shock of like the alarm or, or something like that mm-hmm. it's very it's actually very peaceful and how to and how to wake up um but that's something that i've that i've implemented in the past but like i mean like the topic of this episode it's something that it's like and it hasn't necessarily been a habit and i think one of the big things with habits is is context context in our lives and and how you know that fits because you can do something habitually or like a ritual but sometimes like your certain day isn't going to fall within the mold like not every day is going to fall in the mold right. that you've been living the universe won't follow your routine exactly so for me i think that's been the one of the biggest challenges i think of you know setting habits mm-hmm. and i mean uh, i mean some of the other information that i've that i've heard obviously you've heard like it takes 21 days to form a habit and that's saying like to an, it's it's true to an extent but to you an know, extent yeah, yeah certain studies experience. yeah certain studies have shown that it's like it can take from anywhere from 18 days to 254 yeah yeah like it depends on the person depends on the context i feel like i is. that's how long it takes for me to get into a habit but then just breaking it will immediately break that cycle off to start all over again like yeah and i mean that also depends on the type too like there's to be like two there's different types of habits like you have like goal-based habits like if you're trying to run for a certain amount of time and like mm-hmm. have a certain level of, you know, cardiovascular fitness versus like an identity based habit. Like I want to be a fit person and you have those things that build on off of that. Um, but all these things just, um, they vary. It's like, like our lives, they vary. And a lot of it from what I've picked up is, is based on context because I've obviously like, I want to be the person that, that like i have that like you know that image in my head of the person that i want to be and it's like how much work am i putting into actually achieving those goals achieving you know becoming that person yeah you know to the the um journey of like improving myself and i mean it comes into like the self-help books which i think you you've been familiar with i think yeah people keep recommending them to me and i hate them all (laughs) Why? why i don't know i just i feel like a lot of them and there's some good ones you know, but I feel like a lot of them is kind of stuff that, man, I I don't want to sound uh, like elitist or, um, I don't know. I just feel like you shouldn't kind of know this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like the concept isn't what the problem is, is the doing that is the difficult part. There's a lot of. Like how you build a habit. Yeah, I know how to do that. It's just that part of my body doesn't want to do it. You know what I mean? My mind doesn't want to do it. Uh, we talked about existing in the cycles. And, and when I have a bad day, that becomes a bad week, which becomes a bad month, which becomes a bad season. So that counterforce for me just blows up my existence. And a lot of these books that I've seen, like, for example, I get Atomic Habits is... um recommend us i was like you know what like the fifth sixth person is telling me about this book so i read it and i was like it all kind of seems so obvious you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and um 
And it's it's interesting because I think a lot of them try this holistic approach, which is like attack everything, you know, like do this, 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 and that. And then these are the like the keys, the fundamental keys to success. And it's really hard to try to repair like every facet of your life simultaneously. No, for sure. Um, uh, like going back to your to your other um, comment, I think it depends on the person. I think you know sometimes it like to a certain person, like to you, like it might be like, yeah, that's kind of obvious. You should know mm-hmm. that, like because that that happens to me. Like there's certain things that I think that you know most people should know yeah but if like if my experience is like well in healthcare like initially like if that's taught me anything it's like there's so many varying levels of you know surface knowledge or just base knowledge that people have Mm -hmm. that based on people's experiences they might not like be it might not be they might not be educated on that on those right. types of things, you know, some things that might be intuitive or, you know, innate, um, or you feel like are kind of built in the things that you've habits that you have basically, mm-hmm. but other people might not have. And I think that, um, like you said, like your issue has been in the hat, like your issue is the doing aspect, mm-hmm. which tends to be, which tends to be something like for me as well. Like, you know, knowing, like knowing what you have to do, but you know, can you actually do it? Right. That's like, can you actually put the things that you've learned into practice? Um, to me, is is one of the big challenges for certain, you know, things that I want to build for certain aspects. Other times, it's thinking that I, um, thinking that I can, thinking that I'm gonna approach something a certain way. But in reality, like in hindsight, like looking at it, and it's like I was going about that completely wrong. So in that aspect, like the edu- like I was the person that you know. I was oblivious to that. Like I wasn't the, I didn't have enough, like, you know, knowledge to, ta- to tackle that issue mm-hmm. correctly. Um, so that's something like I, I've, I've been trying to improve upon is just, um, being more informed on the things, Yeah, which is like, you know, calls back to that comment I said about Huberman. He was just like, I want you to know the science behind why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, which that's beautiful. So me. that because so that it makes sense, so that you have something. So you're do you know that like intrinsically you are doing something with purpose. It it's it stays with you mm-hmm. longer. Um, and yeah, I think I think it's it's different for everyone. Also, depending on the type of habit that it is. Yeah. Um, contextually, it's it can be difficult. It can be easy. Like for some, like something that's easier for you to stay with or pick up for like something that's easier for you might be more difficult for me. Yeah. And then, you know, vice versa and so on for other people. Maybe Dan. Oh, hi Dan. How are yes. you? Yes. <laughs> Any input? No, I mean, you guys are putting it really well. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to add here. I my morning routine sounds like a horror story compared to you oh i want to hear it then let's go let's go with it my morning routine is to put my phone in my bathroom so that it's as far away from me as possible okay so that when i wake up screaming and crying i have to stand up (laughs) oh that's and walk to the bathroom to turn it off all the lights are dark i don't know where i am disoriented put on my shoes and i'm in the gym Horror story. It sucks. Wow, you live in the gym? Like you wow. just you put on your shoes and you're already lives, in the gym. He lives in the gym sauna. <laughs> you just apartment he, gym. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, it's just getting in there. 
is a win. Okay, so you you get shocked awake. My wife yeah. does this. This the only it's the only thing that works for me right now. Yeah, and it's actually worked into getting me into a habit. I know it's not mentally the healthiest thing because I'm waking up full of anxiety and yeah. pain. But hey, I'm sticking to my goals. I mean, but those those are your, like that goes into saying like the the sun thing. Like it, yeah, yeah. Like you like we'd want a you know peaceful way to wake up, peaceful morning. But I mean that that hormone like those the chemical like cortisol like that's that's the that's a stress hormone in a sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not saying that I want you to be shocked and afraid and you know anxious every morning and you wake naked, up naked and afraid. But I mean, just the 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 fact that you you know put your phone in wait you wake up and put your phone in another room and then go back to bed. No, no, he no, no, no he leaves it in the, the other okay, room. yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I, I was thirty phones away in a different room. Yeah, I've been trying to do that, man. I was I was doing that awesome. for a time is because I was I was recommended that you know putting your phone in another room. Yeah, not necessarily to go get up and like get up my alarm. No, because I don't even use my phone alarm. Exactly. Yeah, but not to to not, not to have it end next the to night me. Yeah, on my phone. Like be on um cut the screen time. Yeah, cut the screen time, but also like when you wake up, mm-hmm. those are the first thing that I'm looking at. Like, you know, checking and like getting like that, that, like, you know, that plethora of, of notifications that you miss throughout the night, especially if you go to, I've noticed that when you, when I go to bed early, like my phone is blowing up for some reason. Like, you know, I don't have notifications really for anything. Honestly, I not I'm, even work. I'm thinking I about turning them off because I've turned everything off. Like I'll look at my messages, like just to check in and make sure I'm not missing anything, but I think I'm going to turn them my off. My mom hates it, but it's gotten, <laughs> my mom is going to. <laughs> To the point, where it's gotten so overwhelming. Like I have it on Do Not Disturb, so the mm-hmm. the notifications build up, and when you hit that button, like this. Yeah, I've always wondered missed. that. Why I'm having a conversation with you on Do Not Disturb constantly? Because it's it's always on. Because it's like having. Because I've turned my I've turned that off and have my notifications, and it's just like constantly mm. boom, boom, boom. Depending on like, it's from sixteen thousand different apps that yeah, are just bombarding. Yeah, things. it's just why does everything feel the need to send? Mm-hmm. Some sort and of it's like why because is it's Uniqlo sending me a notification because it's all vying for your attention, it's all yeah. vying for your time, so you can spend on it, so it can convince you, hey, buy our product. Consumption, consumption, consumption. Like that, and that's the thing. That's the thing with streaming, where it's like, oh, um, you missed this. Watch this. This thing is out. Like, continue watching this. You know, and and I think that's that's something that's a habit that I'm trying to build. Yeah, is to consume less because i am guilty of it i'm guilty of it so many times throughout Mm -hmm. my life where it's like i'm a big consumer and that's that's something that that i've acknowledged and i mean everyone else can see like you like my family everyone knows that about me um and like you know it started like with this thing like this characteristic of myself where it's like if i really want to i'll go out and get it Mm -hmm. but that turned into me thinking i need everything or want anything yeah yeah and like reinforcing that. So that's like a habit that I've been trying to not to to negate. I've fallen into the trap of justifying purchases as solutions to problems that I didn't even know I had. So it's like, oh, this is going to save me time. This is going to save me. And for like, I need this because I'm going to be more productive. And I end up, like you said, you're watching people's wake up videos down a rabbit hole like you're looking at other people's routines damaging your routines 
And like yeah. purchasing power was that. No, for sure. Like, it's oh, like, I don't need, I don't want the stuff that I want for no reason now. But now I have really good reasons why I need a bunch of stuff. No, yeah. Like, I'm, I, like, there was a point in my life, I don't know if I've, I've probably talked about this in another episode, but I've definitely mentioned, I've talked about it with you guys, yeah. where it's like, I was like on YouTube all the time. Yeah. I fell into the rabbit hole. And YouTube is a powerful tool. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. amazing. You can learn so much from it. To be honest, we're like, sometimes I feel like, aside from like the social interaction, like you can do school there. Yeah. <laughs> school, yeah. Learn, yeah. No, absolutely. Information. No, absolutely. Um, I was just reading a book about the innovator's mindset. I referenced it indirectly mm-hmm. uh, last episode. But yeah, it, it was that. It was like you can, as an educator, like kids can just have school on YouTube. They really can't. The social aspect needs to be that focus. Yeah. Because in reality, you can't compete with the technology. Like if you want to learn something, you can learn it. Exactly. And like on YouTube, like I initially started off that way to like to learn different, you know, skills or like see what's interesting me mm-hmm. but it's and so that's a whole easy. episode there, exactly right? yeah, yeah. I, we'll probably do that yeah. it's so it's so easy to fall into the rabbit hole where i was watching these people's routines i was watching these youtubers and stuff like i'd like to do something like that mm-hmm. to the point where like i'm watching so much so much and so much of this and then i get into another rabbit hole of seeing what's the type of you know equipment that i need to become a youtube vlogger and stuff like yeah. that and do and like to make these types of videos and to get my video to look just like that and things like that whereas the point is like i pretty much like paid for like a, a, a small studio right. in my own room and he hadn't even started yet exactly and that was it, something that you know that was something that i was afraid of falling into when we started the show which is why it had always been in like phases like do we need this okay let's go six weeks seeing how we yeah. do it without it and then we'll <clears> justify <throat> and if we feel like we do need it let's go cheap see if that's enough before we really feel like we need to really invest money into something because it's it's like that for everything you know it's you can't you can't let yourself fall into the trap of like sunk cost because then you create habits out of guilt instead of habits out of necessity oh no for sure the the best part about using this podcast as an example is the fact that we didn't have much when we started Mm -hmm. and we perfected our process and then we added something and then we perfected it and then we added something so we weren't just trying to do all these things with all these products yes we were slowly understanding and learning and building yeah and i think that's a big part about the whole purchase everything to get started it doesn't really that's not yeah that's it's not going to solve your problems you're not going to just automatically learn because you have the best stuff um we talked about atomic habits someone who i who i admire who also hates atomic habits is um brian danielson the professional wrestler and i was just listening to the media scrum from uh when we were recording this just last night's big show wrestle dream and they were asking him they had he had what um is considered one of the greatest uh technical matches of all time which is like a crazy thing to do to say about something you literally just saw five seconds ago mm-hmm. but it, it was that good so it's in the conversation and they're like if there's a young you know up-and-coming performer who asks you how do i get to be as good as you are like what's your advice to them and he said in order to become great, you have to understand the fundamentals. You have to understand the basics. And once you have the basics, choose one thing that you're passionate about and master it. That one thing. Don't worry about everything else. Everything else can be the basics. And then once you do that again and again and again and you reach mastery, pick the next thing that you're passionate about and seek mastery. And the more things that you master, the more and more easier it becomes to master other things until so much of your mastery 
overcomes the basics and and you, you're basically a master, right? By doing it one step at a time. And that's what I think when I was brushing up against this whole like fix everything in your life. Like I can't fix my diet, my sleeping habits, my water intake, my social emotional learning, you know, my education, my financial state all at the same time. I've got to pick that one thing that is really important, put in the time to fix that. And that will better my life where I can apply the lessons I learned to that facet of my life into the next thing. Because it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. No, for sure. And and I think, and I love, I love that quote. I love what he, what he was saying about that. Um, because like I've heard it so many, like I heard it so much, you know, in life, in, especially in sports, you know. Um, like what is a professional, like what is a professional athlete, a person who plays like a sport professionally or like anybody in like, that's a professional expert in their yeah. field. Is it, it's somebody that I, they, they tell us this at school at times. It's somebody that can do the, can perform the basics exceptionally well. Yes. They can do it yes. over and over again and do it right. And, and I was just thinking about this where it's like certain players, like for me, I, I enjoy watching soccer, football, whatever. It's um, football. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but they, they, there's certain like, you know, things that happen in a game that happen every single game that I've said, professional, like, like a high quality top tier professional game Mm -hmm. that it's like, I've, I know, I know that it's difficult because I've, I've been in those situations on the field. I've, it's, I've, that's happened to me and it's not easy. They're like, they're stopping a ball that's coming across the field. That's coming at from a super hot, like far distance high and it's coming in fast. Yeah. And they're just dropping it like on the floor on them. And I see certain players, like especially certain teams that I that I that I follow that they use certain tactics and it's something that's like I've seen for over ten years now that it's the same thing over I see it every game. It's like, you know, the 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 right back comes in and he just drops that ball down every single time and he can do I haven't seen him mess that mess like that technique mm-hmm. once. And it's not an easy skill. But like you said, doing it over and over again and being able to master it, you know, getting your reps in about, I think it's about um, 10,000, 10, 10, like performing a skill 10,000 hours to yeah. further you become an expert in that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that, that requires obviously a lot of attention and detail, but it's like, it's not this grand, like, you know, super fancy, um, not technique. It's not a um, plan or, or, you know, training session that you need to do yeah. that to, to get you to, into that level. It's, you know, being able to do every, the fundamentals, the fundamentals, like you said, like to the point where like it's automatic. It is a for, it is a habit at that point. Mm-hmm. And one of the things like one of the one of the really good quotes that I came across recently, um, it's by the author Will Durant. Um, he said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And so being able like, you know, coming off of that, it's just like when you think about things in different ways and you like have either people or things that you read or things that you, you know, come across that challenge the way that you think. Because for a long time, I used, I used to like have things backwards. I used to think, you know, professionals were, were like, you know, extremely gifted human beings. Right. That like, and that, that is the case for some athletes. Some people are just, you know, born gifted, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that they didn't put in work. No, because even the gift demands the, I guess the work, as you said, the the dedication yeah you put you put in the, the gifts work, can be wasted oh and, and they're squandered all the time yeah. you know and 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 that goes for any anybody where it's like you know 
there it isn't some you know special thing that innate some innate thing that you're born with that like that can make you be successful it's something that you work at Mm -hmm. and like sometimes you get you know sometimes it's tough luck sometimes you have you know things that go wrong but like if you keep if you keep working hard if you keep putting yourself in like those positions you make your own luck at that point yeah you 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 the more that you more reps you have under your belt is is a testament to like you're putting yourself in a better position to succeed because you keep trying you keep trying you keep doing something right and if you're doing something wrong and you're repeatedly doing it wrong then it's like obviously at that point change what you're doing yeah. or else like you're just going to go crazy at that point you're going to be wasting your time um that quote that you shared reminds me of that quote at the end of batman begins where he tells rachel it isn't who you are inside, but what you do that defines, defines you. And like she, he tells it back to her that she told him that earlier. And that's so the opposite of, I think, the message we hear. Often it's it's what's inside that matters. It's who you are inside. And in reality, you could be you could be kind hearted. You could be, you know, you know, passionate, all those things, whatever it is. Pick your you know personality trait. But if you don't do something with it, you're not really that thing you're you're only that which you experience and if that experience exists only in your mind and not in the real physical world then what's the point like yeah what is it like why (laughs) what's the point of any of it yeah having like a million great ideas doesn't mean anything if you don't actually do the work and, and 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 if you can create one thing it's better than having a million like ideas yeah because it's like what like what is there to contribute at that point like you you're not doing anything you're not putting anything out there you're not there's nothing you know and that's not to say like you know i don't want to like come off negative at that point but it's like the reality is how is how will that be able how is that able to be judged or Mm -hmm. measured if this like is a good idea or not Mm -hmm. you know how is this being able to be like used either in society in your life for the betterment of yourself or other people or, or whatever the idea is yeah no and even ourselves and like intrinsically we we demand evidence for ourselves to feel you know agency um breathing it into existence is is demanded in order for us to be able to internalize you know who we want to be which sometimes can be a lofty aspiration no for sure um that came off of what your morning routine, Dan? <laughs> yeah, all of that came out of Dan's morning <laughs> My routine. My chaotic little morning yeah. routine. So you wake up, gym. What's that? What's yeah, next? Breakfast. Then breakfast. To work. So you do breakfast. Work. Do you do breakfast? Sometimes. Skip. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I try, skip it sometimes. But. I tried this intermittent yeah. fasting thing where like I have breakfast one day and then not the other day. Those days are terrible. You can have it some days. Yeah, you can uh, do off and off. I saw it on the Chris Hemsworth. I just did like what thing. 16 8. Yeah, you go like you only do intermittent fasting like 3 times a week. So it's like 4 days you going to breakfast and 3 mm. you don't. You you that work through window. I get really hungry and angry. And I it didn't work. For, I don't think it works for me. Like it makes me feel good, but it makes me emotionally um unstable. So I was like I don't I well, don't Well, you could use that if you're an actor, but I, yeah, I guess I guess that's fair too, and I, that's another conversation I think we're going to talk about in the future. Uh, those expectations that society and as as a show that's typically driven by media topics, the, how those expectations in those worlds kind of kind of press upon us. But uh, one thing I do try to do is meditation in the morning. 
Yeah. So so what's so what's your morning routine? Like? So so first I wake up and I take about twenty to thirty minutes in the bathroom. <laughs> Um. Uh, what's a nice way to put it? Uh, evacuating my bowel. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just have this physical need. If I wake up late, then I punish myself by skipping that part. But it is essential for me feeling good. Yeah. Um. But if I go straight to a workout, usually that moves it when I come back, and it'll go faster later. But I don't enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. But I do try to have like at least five to ten minutes of morning meditation. And one thing that I'm trying to implement that I literally just started like this week is journaling because i've always heard like the great wonders of journaling and my meditation thoughts are usually digital so i'm trying to keep like a separate book now in my meditation space so that i can just pen to paper do it we'll see how that turns out i've seen the products uh like i've seen lots of testimonies about you know how effective it is and i obviously as someone who like teaches writing um clearly i understand how it would work but it's been a while um since i've really like put my thoughts into paper and it's 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 what i just talked about like five seconds ago if i'm not putting it down then i don't even remember what exists and what doesn't and be able to go back and kind of you know review and and um go through your emotions in a physical space outside of just in your mind which can sometimes be um a little confusing yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely something I've I've that's been that's picked up spe- steam that I've heard is definitely like you know the power of writing things down writing yeah. things putting like you said putting um you know pen to paper it's very um like I always say like yeah I'll start like yeah journaling and I'll like the thing for me like when I start if I, when I've started journaling is I'll start for me like a day or two and then there's a yeah. wrench in my plans and mm-hmm. I just stop um and that's that that's like that happens so often with so many habits that i've you know tried to implement in my life but you know writing things down is definitely whatever it is like writing goals down is has been proven to to um to significantly increase the the chances of success yeah for that so by that same you know um token i i could see how journaling is would be extremely effective um, and you know, for the short times, like the amount of times that I've done it, like I have, like, it is nice to see that, especially like what I have noticed is going back to certain things, like finding like an old journal or like, a notebook and mm-hmm. like seeing where you, seeing where I was at a certain point in time and just kind of reliving all the like differences, the changes that I've gone through since then. And like how much I've grown and changed is, is incredible, honestly, to, to see like this was me at a certain point in time and I actually put this on paper and it's, it's powerful. It's a powerful, um, uh, modality, I think. Um, I so love that word modality. Yeah. So you were saying, so I, bowels I think, meditation um, and bowels meditation sure. and that. Tragedy. So I feel almost like a phony, like sharing it now because ever since that trip to South Carolina that I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh-huh. I've completely blown up their routine. Like I have not gotten back into it, but I was doing it for a while. So it's, you know, go to the gym, Come here, come back home, make breakfast. Uh, my wife takes like about an hour to get ready. So I have time, enough time to make breakfast and, and take a shower. Um, and then usually it's such a tight window. It's like five to seven and I have to be out the door. So usually it's taking breakfast on the run with me, yeah. which is not good. I love the mornings where I get to sit, but I don't have time to do that. That whole routine, you know, all at once. Yeah. So um, and, then, and, then, and then I'm off to the races, but I do try to do it 
like a slow start. Um, I let it breathe. When I don't do that, when I don't follow my routine, it's like wake up at 6.30 and like throw on your clothes, make a cup of coffee, maybe grab a banana, and then you're on your way. And those are the worst days. Yeah. The yeah, days that... The, you're miserable the entire day. Mm -hmm. the worst. Dan, what were you saying? You had a thought before? Oh, I feel like... One thing that helps me keep my habits is having someone else to keep me accountable. Yes, I love accountability. Competing. I I love doing things with other people. Well, we had a health challenge that we used to do together, and then certain hosts just told me, "Oh, I don't work out, so I shouldn't be on the in the challenge." That they'll go unnamed. Are they in this room right now? What do you think? <laughs> oh, the answer is no. <laughs> uh, Could be yeah, anyone. I Could be anyone. I do like when uh, I'm doing something with someone and they keep yeah. me accountable. Mm -hmm. it, it just falling behind to me is more frustrating than being uncomfortable when I'm making a new habit. Yeah. Um, like I hate falling behind on gym progress. When I see someone else like staying consistent, I'm like, man, I, I need to do that too. I need to stay. I love using people. As he gets, I absolutely he gets pissed. He's just like, bro, F you. I'm better than you. Yeah, I need I, to get back to this. A little bit. I mean, that's what you use. Yeah. I'm a little competitive. That's what, that's what works. I'm yeah. very competitive, so that me. method does not work for me. Well, how so? Why doesn't it work? To because uh, I just get competitive to the point where it's like irrational. I'm, I'm doing this to beat you. I'm not doing this right. for myself. Right, right. Well, I'm the opposite. It's I'm like not. I hate I, the thing is I hate losing. Yeah. So it's like I'd rather just not put myself in that position to like ruin something for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. If it's sports and it's like then that's your like I can. I know myself enough to know like this is just the competition, this is the game, and I can you know right. separate that from. But the thing is like you know staying consistent in certain things is like that's a way of life, that's a form of life. It's like then I start comparing myself to other people and how I'm how they're living yeah. their life like better than better than me. Right. You know. When it comes to accountability, I see us as being on the same team, so I feel like the competition is us together. Yeah. And where I yeah, like, like if I'll like, see you go like three I, hours of activity, <laughs> and I'm like that is insane, and there's no way I'm gonna get it. But I need to pull my weight and hit that 30 to 45 minute yeah. because like I didn't do it this morning. Then I guess I'm hitting the road like at seven or eight o'clock at night before I go to no, sleep. And, and that's like a very that's I mean, that's true. Like with you guys, like I enjoyed that. Like I enjoyed having that routine, uh, that um, competition because it was like because I mean, there was another thing. What was it? The, the Fitbit, the yeah. weekday war, the weekday warrior, the weekday warrior, man, those challenges like that had me moving. Yeah. Like I like I was just like I have to do this I have to do this like because at the end of the day like yes it's a sense of pride for sure but like I was able to get so much more done because if it wasn't if that didn't have that and be like I would chalk that up I would chalk that day up that I didn't want to go as like mm -hmm. eh, it's an extra rest day I don't have to go today I'm tired and yeah. stuff like that and you're not being like taking account of how many of those you're taking yeah but that's funny because when we were in those Fitbit challenges um I had like a friend of me. Uh, like we grew up, you know, she was like a sister to me, but like the sister you want to strangle. So uh, we would be in those weekdays and she was like insane. And I was like, I need to be here because I know that I will ruin her day if if I beat her. So I would wake I like it would be time to go to sleep and be like, she's like a thousand ahead of me. Like, I'm going to go for a run around the neighborhood right now. To the point just gonna, it's so late to the point that I was doing it like at 1115, 11 like There's no more time left in the day for you to catch yeah, yeah, up to the point where like I got a Fitbit and then you yeah. guys added me to that yeah. competition. And then I was doing the same exact yeah. thing. And I'm like, I don't have this like, you know, beef with you. But now I have like a, my rivalry with mm -hmm. you. This has started now. Mm -hmm. Like I've known this person too, like not in the same, like nowhere near in the same amount like 
amount of time you spend with right. this person. But it's also just like, yeah, I'm going to get competitive. Um, but I, I have noticed, like, obviously, like, the difference between, you know, building a habit and breaking a habit. Yeah. And and again, going back to this, to the Huberman podcast, he was, he was um, mentioning things such as, like, there's certain depending on the cert like the type of habit that you want to build there's certain like you know methods to doing that and i think one of the things that he was saying like you know a lot of people say like oh you have to build like you have to like do this thing for the at the same at the same point in time on the same day like you know like mm-hmm. a, like 5 a.m every morning gym or habits wake up require or routines yeah at, routines at, at a certain consistency at a certain like you know, but like very like, you know, strict mm-hmm. um, to the point where like there was research showing that like that doesn't necessarily, um, you know, produce great like, you know, success. Really? Um, and that's the thing. All this is like it changes from person to person. From person to person, of course. But to have like that strict like every, like every single day, every single like that, it can hurt like basically because you become to, dependent on that yeah, system the con- the context because it's like if something happens where it's like it's not you're it's not blown in that, yeah it's it's gone you're literally describing so me something interesting that he something interesting that he like you know poised was that splitting it up into like date like phases in the day okay like from the first like zero to eight hours in the day like that you're awake um that's when you do the most like your most fo- your most focused work what you think that, you know, you want to, um, you know, apply the most like, you know, brain power to and, you know, hit hard at the beginning of the yeah. day. And then the rest of it, um, for me, I'm a morning person. So like this, that was the part of me. I am not a morning person at all. Like it is, it is out of necessity that I have to get up because I know it will not happen later and there's just not enough hours in the day, but I'm not a morning person yeah. at all. Like I, I've found that I've studied best, like I study for school best in the mornings like i'll wake up extremely early go to starbucks before school and just knock out like whatever we're doing like lectures and stuff like that um i would prefer if they started school at nine so i could get to to work that, like that would be nice too like especially like for people that have those early morning jobs that it's like you would literally have to wake up three or four in the morning to get everything you want done before right. work um so it can be it can definitely be tough um but like certain things where it's like it's easier for me like it's harder like kind of like the harder things for you to do would be better for you to do, you know, early on in the day. Yeah. Well, well, and I want to get to a topic before we run out of time because we promised ourselves we wouldn't go long. But actually, I want to thank you because just the uh, the idea of me having such an early routine would have been impossible without the accountability of us that like year that we did it together. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know you depended on me and vice versa, and you know, I, I I would have to face another person if when with the consequences of my decisions. And now it's something that, you know, that's basically lifelong now, I hope, you yeah. know, because it's been consistent for several years now. One thing I did want to address, you know, with our show being the focus, and we talked a little bit about this on our premiere last week, was uh, the consumption. So building better habits for media consumption, which is usually the topic that we focus on here. So just taking a few more minutes to kind of address things like screen time, social media, binging. How does that digital realm that so many generations before us didn't have to deal with, how does that exacerbate the challenges that we face in creating these healthy habits and in breaking the bad ones? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think 
honestly that's another episode in itself yeah like there's there's tons to talk about that i've that i've come across um but i think that for me personally screen time and you know media consumption like i said i'm a consumer not just for the physical but like you know for you know spectating entertainment and things Mm -hmm. you know that can take up my time i've noticed that i have you know an affinity for just just passive entertainment you know just watching things and and those are things that kind of were left unchecked since I was very young. I've always, you know, enjoyed that. And I kind of just, you know, let that, let those things like kind of run wild. And I'm kind of like paying the price now as I get older and have more responsibilities and have to like, you know, rein it in more. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I will say, and I, that's definitely research that I have to look into, but social media, um, obviously TV and our phones are, you know, our digital devices. Going back to the notifications. I th- I see is like for me is like the root of my you know my ADHD yeah you know and whether I have it like clinically like clinically diagnosed yes but whether that is because that was always going to happen if I never had any of this in technology mm-hmm. or whether that became you know part of that yeah nature versus nurture it's like it's you know it's hard for me to distinguish that but I for me personally I can say that having the amount of information at my fingertips has been both good and bad there's pros and cons for sure but i do feel like a lot of the times if i don't you know check myself my brain i have scattered brain most of the time i'm thinking about 600 different things that Mm -hmm. i've seen like on a feed i'm swiping i'm like i've i'm you know investing thoughts into what i'm looking at right now i see something i laugh i watch a video it's like oh that's interesting i didn't know that next what oh like this person's like just had a baby next this person's getting married next and between sports celebrities film tv show personal friends that you've known your whole life yeah. people that you've known for a certain amount of time and haven't seen in a long time having all that information as soon as i wake up because that, i mean i i was i was a victim of that where like a lot of times i wake up and go straight from my phone see you texted me see what i missed and then just go like straight either to Instagram or whatever. Which is insane if you think about it. We I think we've all been there, but it's insane to be like, what did I miss those eight hours that I was asleep? It's yeah. like you, I live in a constant. I was living in a constant state of FOMO. Yeah, the, the yeah for for what like reality it's, FOMO. There's like, no point to that. And I will say, like, I just feel that I get very distracted, easily distracted, whether that's YouTube or that's that stuff where it's like I have to build habits in order to limit myself or you know structure my day or like build a plan in a way that it's not going to impede my productivity what i want to get done or get in the way of my goals yeah and and like that's the thing i got i deleted instagram like this week and yeah i'll probably re-download it maybe next week or something like that but there's certain points like certain weeks that i'm just like i don't want to do this anymore i can't like I can't look at this stuff right mm-hmm. now because it's just like, it gets too much. It's building up too much. And it's like, I need to focus on other stuff. I need to like, think about other things. I need to be productive. I need to get things done. And the age at which we live in, how great, yeah, though great it is. It's just, it, it throws like added like extra problems that I'm making for myself. Right. And I feel like that, that's kind of like a disadvantage for social media, but it, at the at the end of the day, it's like it, it's all how you use it, really. Yeah, and it's hard to navigate. It's hard to say. It's easy to say, you know, delete your social media, which I literally have. I 
I've, I used to say I didn't have social media, but I had uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, and I had Reddit. Recently, I got I deactivated my X, formerly known as Twitter, and I deleted the app from Reddit. So I still have Reddit, but I get bored and frustrated with the web-based one so quickly that I'm no longer losing hours, you know, at a time on it. And I've always had the excuse that it was, it was like you said, information. And listen, I'm learning, I'm growing. For me, education is entertainment. And it came to the point where I'm like, I don't need to know everything about everything all at once, like everything everywhere all at once, you know? <laughs> I can focus one thing at a time and focus on mastery and then address the next thing later. You know, it's okay to have these little drip feeds. As long as you're growing every day, you know, it's good enough. I don't have to be intaking everything. Knowing myself. I need to deactivate X. Yeah, I thought you had promised you. I thought you had said you were. I, I delete it like once oh, a day. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. No, and I think that's I think that's the thing too. I think a rough one for me. Now the timer's dead; it's gone. Okay. <laughs> um, just really quick before that, I think that is the um, that's not my problem. May not be your problem. Right. Correct. And I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that's what I've and actually really and to, really quick too. It we I talked about how I'm producing like a big play this year, and it's a big focus of my time at work, and I'm finding myself having to use social media platforms. Uh, either directly or indirectly to kind of help get the word out, spread the message, get fundraising and stuff like that. So these are incredible tools, but it's like I have to be careful with myself that I'm not going to fall into that rabbit hole. And for me, with my personality, that precipice is like right there. On, I'm on yeah. the verge of it. And and I mean, going back to what I said last week, is like too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's just the theme where it's like it's about knowing thyself and knowing what you can take and what you can't take knowing the the defenses that you need to put up and the walls you need to tear down and you know that goes for so many things in life um because this i mean i can go another hour talking about yeah this. yeah yeah but i think at the end of the day it's it's being mindful of the fact that i think first of all being self-aware of where you are and the things that you think that you need the things that you've come to like you know expect of yourself to achieve the goals that you set for yourself first of all achieving goals and then realizing like i need to take certain steps i need to plan to yeah. get there and kind of tailoring that and tailoring that by using the experiences that you had in the past and educating yourself and informing yourself to a point where i can make an educated um kind of like an educated focus an educated intent to better myself but doing that one step at a time. Yeah. Because taking everything, like I said, taking everything all at once is a daunting task. And it kind of, if you're diverting, if you're diverting your attention every which way, you're not giving the most possible, you know, yes. effort, you know, max, maximum effort, you know, into the one thing that, that could get that maximum effort and improve. And then you move on to the next thing. I used to take baby steps into like the 10 things on my agenda. And it would take me like a week to get through half of them. And then by the time the other half were like now irrelevant or, you know, the opportunity passages didn't do it. Now focusing one task at a time, uh, I found it to be more beneficial. With that, why don't we end 
with one tip, some one piece of advice that you've learned along your experience in this attempt to build habits? Dan. Um, quickly learn. Well, I don't know how to phrase this. Verbalize the way it. I wanna. Yeah. I'll just unpack it and then we'll try to piece it together. We're done. Learn how to bounce back from failure. Yes. Um. Resiliency. Yes, I think that to me has been the biggest thing. Like I have failed certain days i just get right back on track the next day you know you don't you don't slash all your tires because you have one flat Mm -hmm. you keep going you know you change the tire you keep going yeah that's that's my that's what's been helping me the most lately realizing i failed making changes and getting back on track like the great songwriter Aaliyah once wrote if at first you don't succeed dust yourself up off and try again i don't know if you wrote that but is that is that your your tidbit my tidbit is visibility for me this is what this is what has worked for me and then i decided to punch the microphone the microphone wasn't visible (laughs) was visibility uh yeah be aware of your surroundings no um i put things where i can see them like if i want a journal then my journals on my nightstand when i wake up if i want to do pull-ups I got a pull-up bar. I put it in the doorway. I read some article, whatever. I said, hey, what's a $15 investment? If I'm not doing it in 30 days, I'll return it to Amazon. Don't tell Jeff Bezos. Um, So I put it where I pass by, and I do three every time. And I've done more than I think I've done in my entire life because it's there every time. And if I tell myself every time I see it, then I do it. And for me, that's difficult, especially when you share space with other people because I love my my task list to be items on my work table. But for example, me and my wife disagree on which table is my work table, you know? Um, but if, when you can, when you have control of your space and sh- and being mindful of those around you, make things visible. Cause what you see is what you do. It's easy. For example, I cannot have unhealthy food at home because if I see it, I will eat it. So sure. Can I balance that diet? No, not me physically. I can't see it. I can't have it. So what I see is what I do. Visibility is a big, a big winner for me in that sense. Yeah, I've, I have two. The the I guess the first one I would say would be um, to plan. To plan, um, plan what tomorrow is going to look like. Yeah, pithy response, right? Uh, those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Exactly. Like, and the thing that ju- obviously jumps to my mind is getting a good night's rest. And, you know, play- I'm not saying like you can. Like, I'm, I, when I, I went ha- like 30 years without a good night's rest, yeah. and now my life is way better. When I remember to, you know, set my clothes out for the next day, depending on what I'm doing, great. If it doesn't happen, that's fine too. But also plan that I'm going to have to do this in the morning so right. I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. But I think having the foresight to know that. You know, I have an early day tomorrow. If I want to get what I want to get done, I have I can go to bed even earlier tonight. Yeah. And, you know, put myself in a better position to succeed, to do better. Um, and that like it's kind of this thing called like they um I I don't know if it's I think it was Twain that wrote about it. Um eating the frog. Yeah. So you eat the frog, whether that you know, make your bed in the morning, whatever it is that that thing 
because like everyone like you know military um you know military personnel will will have you know spoken to that where it's like having that routine and setting that is going to set the example for the rest of the day yeah. you did the hard thing in the morning the rest of the day is going to be better it's going to be a bit easier for you it was that book that you recommended me um from that author uh, it's not a self-help book so to speak oh but david i uh, can't not can't the can't hear me was the first one which yeah is a very good book a- about his story the second one is um crap what's it called well it was by goggins anyways yeah. right da- yeah. david not who walter right david goggins yeah who is very intense yeah and- never finished right he is very intense and you know sometimes like it might he might seem like insane and crazy because to a certain extent, he kind of is, and yeah. that's that. That's was, an extreme level that, of order yeah. and discipline. That. But that's kind of worked, you know, worked for him for mm-hmm. where he was in his life that right. he needed to push himself to those to that insanity. Yeah. Um. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's contextual. It's based, it's relative. It based, it's based on who you are and and what you need in your life. But I think I got concepts of like resetting the room that I never understood that my entire life. I was like, no, I think the control because because sometimes our principles conflict. Because visibility, I was like, I want the controller here where I sit when I play, because then then I'll know where it is, what to play it. And then those things, like, I was like, it makes so much sense. And then I told my wife, and she's like, I've been telling you this for years. Why don't you mean, listen to me? And I mean, but that's the thing too. That once you add another person that lives with you into the mix, that's a completely <laughs> different ball game. Yeah. But I think you know, setting yourself up for success the night before, like having like just being able to prepare before and mm. having the the wisdom to set yourself up to do, you know, the hard thing first and then, you know, be able to succeed later, I think is something that um, I'm still trying to implement like consistently, yeah. but with the times that it does, like it works out. And when it doesn't like, but also be flexible, be flexible when a wrench gets thrown in your plans that, you know, that's, it's okay. Like you got to roll with the punches. You got to do what you got to do, but you've planned for this. So you can take necessary actions to, you know, Stop, reevaluate, pivot, and act and execute whatever it is you're going to do for the rest of the day. And then the other one that I had um, comes from a movie that I really enjoyed, um, Zombieland. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar in Zombieland, they have a certain double tap list of rules. No, I'm just kidding. No, double oh, tap is oh. one of the, double tap is one of the rules. Yeah, but that's not the one that. <laughs> no, there's a certain rules, and that's its own thing. Like there's certain rules to live by because in their world they needed that to literally survive to live. Um, but there's a there's a certain rule that I that I did enjoy that I always liked was rule number thirty two, um, that was enjoy the little things. Yes, and you know whether that's a Twinkie, whether that's you know the gains that you make in the gym, in sports, in your professional career, the love that you know you make, the the life that you lead, and the love that uh, you share with your family members, so you know, in your relationships. Say the life that you make, or the love that you. I I said a lot of things that never okay. moving past. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, be able to stop and take the wins where you can get them. And, you know, if they are losses, accept that, learn from them and move on and continue to stride, continue to move forward to pursue and, and like, you know, achieve the goals that you're setting out for, because otherwise, what's the point? Um, but those are some of the things that I've learned, you know, in my short life Yeah. Um, that have helped me because at certain points in time, life life it gets messy yeah and you know a little structure a little consistency has gone a long way um to help me and my quality of life so you know from us to you these are some of the things that we've learned and it's a topic that i'm very sure we're going to be talking more about 
um, you know, in this season and, and weeks and, and days to come. So um, everybody have a great week. Uh, plan your goals. Get them done. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Welcome, Adam Copeland, to AW.